Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. For those of you that are at PCA Peterborough this um, coming weekend, please do come say our PCA Muscle Talk. I just know that it's in Peterborough. Um, where is that in relation to where I stay in the UK, you may be wondering. It is about a seven and a half hour drive, which, uh, yeah, that's going to that's gonna suck. But I'm just glad that i got company. I'm heading down with one of my clients Stacia and then our videographer Simon who has done a couple of the different vlogs uh, that you've no doubt seen on YouTube and he'll be doing um, a few more this season and probably a lot of, of next season so yeah it's as I says in a couple of episodes before it's a, it's a time period for me where things start to pick up it's not quite as like every single week it's maybe like two weeks on the bounce and then a week or two off and then you know the same thing thereafter but I just can't wait to see uh, the results this weekend and then thereafter because all the athletes are looking fucking sick. And you know what it's like if you're a prep coach like or you're dieting and you're, you've done shows and that before. You know like when when you get like six weeks out, five weeks out, it just gets exciting. The look starts to almost come together and you start to see the final product. And I've got many clients that are in at that point and are very much looking forward to to just fucking just seeing the team win. You know, like it's, um, it's what we do. So can't wait, but... Straight into today's episode, I did a did an episode last week that was quite well received in regards to the differentiation of the, the figure criteria and, um, and then a lot of guys said to me, could I do one, <laughs> could I do one on the guys? So the, the, the guys criteria I suppose is, um, in my eyes it's very clear and it's very uh, concise and to the T to the of what the judges are looking for, but of course for the most part there's three different classes, right? That's what we're going to discuss in today's episode. I've done ones before on this, I think, um, last year, but I'm just having one one episode here where it solidifies the title or the difference between men's physique, classic, and bodybuilding criteria. It's something that, if you, if you haven't been in the industry a long while, you can often get really confused by. And I think, and I think back to the start of my journey, I remember just trying to become, you know, the leanest person on stage and then when I didn't win, I was like, why didn't I win? I was the leanest on stage. And I think what you need to realise is that in any of the criteria, it's not it's not a dieting contest. And if you get roped into that, sometimes you can look worse. Like if you're all the way in, like fucking like glutes all the way in and you're a men's physique guy, guarantee you've lost a bit of, t- like lost a bit of size and pop up top. Opposed to maybe not needing to pull down quite as much and retaining a bit more of that pop-up top that you need. So let's start with men's physique, right? And let's just go through it one by one. So men's physique competitors, they will typically and you know, be decent looking blokes. You're never going to see an ugly men's physique winner. And you're thinking, Vaughn, fucking hell, you can't say that. I'm like, well, it's part of the sport. It's just like you never see an ugly bikini world, uh, bikini winner. Yeah, the bikini winners, they're always stunning, pretty girls. Well, men's physique, some sort of case. Good looking blokes, but the judges are looking for them to have big old V taper. Now, they're going to typically have a longer torso than you would see in the classic class and potentially the bodybuilding class too. But it's that tiny little midsection that they're looking for. Long torso, you could say, like big V tapered lats. Of course, they want big delts, big chest and big arms and if you do that 
and you fit that criteria well, you're going to do you're going to do well across any federation. Now, if you are a shorter guy or you have a shorter torso, and you're in men's physique, and you are um, maybe you're there thereabouts, but you're you're maybe uh, getting second, third. You just need to have a, have an understanding or a question like, right? Are you are you do you fit? Do you kind of quote unquote fit that look, fit the criteria? Remember, bodybuilding is all about fitting into a category, fitting into a certain look that the judges want. And you might have, and the reason I say this is that I got I got a client, Liam. No doubt be listening to this. Liam's a fucking top guy, top coach. Give him a follow. Um, conditioned by McCary on um, Instagram. Um, he's done men's physique for for four seasons, and he's done incredibly well. Won a couple of times, he's come second a lot of times. And just after this last season, I was like, man, I think that you're more classic. And he was like, why? And I went, you've got such a short torso and you've got such a, bit, a, a good vacuum and big wide lats that classic prefer. Whereas in the men's physique, where was he getting beat? Although he was in the men's physique short, he was typically being beat by guys that were just maybe a little bit taller, but had just a longer, longer torso, if that makes sense. There'll be someone listening to this that'll have really short torso and they'll be like, fuck, fuck you, Vaughn. And they'll send me a send me a DM, say, look, I fucking won loads, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, cool, wicked. You might be an anomaly, but I'm just talking about as you sort of climb the ranks, what you're going to typically see in, um, you know, PCA Brits, FedEx Brits, NFM UK Brits or whatever, you know, as you start to climb the ranks or even the fucking True Sport Athlete um, show that's next month. That's what you typically see. Immense physique. So levels of conditioning. These guys don't need need to be fucking peeled as in like their glutes all the way in, but they do need to have really really crisp abs, really crisp midsection, well defined like washboard abs. The better your abs are genetically, the better you're going to do immense physique. If you don't have genetically good abs, you're not going to do incredibly well immense physique. And again, use Liam as an example. Like Liam's midsection, the bottom two abs, he's always really struggled to get them through, even when I've seen him have lines in his glutes before. So obviously he's got just genetic propensity to, to not have great abs. And that's where he keeps getting beat. Like guys with longer torso and just really, really well-defined washboard abs. So take take that feedback on board of like, you know, me and Liam have worked together for four years. And it's really only now, after this season, I just looked at him and I was like, Man, we're in the wrong class. We should do classic. And that's what we're going to endeavour to do next year. But I think that, as I said, with those guys, they need to be bursting full up top, in the delts, upper chest, arms. Make sure your abs are full as well. That's probably something you're never thinking of. But listen, your abs are a muscle. And if you don't load, carb load, um, your abs might not pop as much. I've seen it before. Um Whereas if you put more carbs and you often find that condition will drive through and your abs will pop more, uh, something you maybe never thought of or considered because you're only thinking probably as men's physique called, right, keep a tiny midsection, um, don't bloat, blah, 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 blah. But the biggest guys, or sorry, the guys that are doing the best um, in the country at the moment are guys on stage that have got full muscle bellies, both in their chest, in their arms, in their delts, but also in their abs, abs as well. They pose well. And there's a big emphasis on like the flow with posing, how how you transition between the moves, sorry, between the poses, 
how you move in general, your stage presence, your confidence, and everything else in between is what the men's physique criteria is all about. So yes, you can sit there listening to this and think, but Vaughn, that's really subjective. There's no definitive, you must be X, Y, or Z. Well, yeah, there's not. That's just what bodybuilding, the sport of bodybuilding is about. Do these guys need to be, uh, you know, quote unquote dry? I'd say so. I'd say yeah. I'd say if you look at, and you're in the untested feds, the guys that are winning, they're fucking peeled, they're hard, they're dry. Simple as that. Moving on, because we could I do a whole episode on men's physique, I'm sure, and have a chat back and forth. If uh, I forgot a guest on it, she'd speak about it. But if we move on to the classic class, so what's the difference, right? And in, in classic, I had this conversation with a client yesterday, and he went, "Do you feel like you said to me, Vaughn? Do you feel like the classic class is becoming a bit saturated um, in the industry today?" And my answer was, "Well, I did classic in 2020, in 2021, and when I look back on it." I'm not a classic guy. I'm a bodybuilder, right? What I mean by that, and so I agreed with them and said yes. And this is where like people are they try to bridge. They think they're bridging the gap between men's physique and bodybuilding. And you could argue that like the the classic guys in tubos are like many bodybuilders, and and I'd probably agree with you, but with some subtle subtle differences. So your classic guys, in my opinion, are going to be. They're not going to be incredibly tall. This is where everyone goes, oh, but C-bum, but C-bum, but C-bum. Yeah, yeah, okay. Listen, we're not all C-bum. We don't all look like him. We're just discussing right now in the UK amateur bodybuilding scene, um, people that are trying to fight for pro cards and whatnot. Those guys, they're not going to be incredibly tall, but they maybe aren't going to be incredibly short either. They're going to be somewhere in between, let's say maybe 5'8", 5'9". Anyone that's that height, probably fits classic really, really well. These guys will have, in my opinion, a shorter torso. They'll have huge fucking lats. They'll be able to vacuum really, really well. They'll have big old chest, delts and arms, big, big quads, big emphasis on quads from the front, and of course, big emphasis on hammies from the rear. But their midsection will not necessarily be as like teeny weeny as you will see in the the men's physique guys, but they'll still have a smaller midsection than the bodybuilders. Right, the bodybuilders have got more of a rectangular midsection, you could say. Whereas the classic guys, you just look at any classic guy, they've got big old lats that come out nice and wide, and they have quite a small midsection and an ability to vacuum really, really well. Because of course in the classic class, the aesthetic look that they are wanting in some shots is is that a vacuum, you know, PCA, classic pose from the front, classic pose from the side, from the rear. Um, and in general, guys that can hit those classic poses better with that more aesthetic look will typically do better. Now of course, there is a big emphasis on posing. Now, in my opinion, when you get to the the routines, the results are already done. Go go speak to any prep coach that, that across the UK that goes to shows. After the mandatory quarter turns and the muscle rounds, or first call it's ever like you you know who's coming in the top three. They do the routines and it's exactly what you thought it was like before the routine. It shouldn't be that way, but that's just the way it is. But how you pose in the, the, the quarter turns in the muscle rounds is, of course, it's of super importance. Your ability to 
hide your weaknesses and show your strengths as you transition from the front to the side, from the side to the rear, is so, so important. Your ability to keep that midsection in, it needs to always be tight, it needs to be small, you need to always have that classic look about you, even if that is, uh, a, you know, in a front double, hitting a, a lot of guys will have like the hip dip, as they call it, um, and it might not show, might not make your quads look as big as they actually are, but it maybe makes you look a little bit more classic. So these guys will, of course, be peeled. Peeled to the point where they don't need to have lines in their glutes, but a lot of them will. But peeled to the point where they, we can see separations, striations in the quads. We could see them all. They're going to be big, hard, dry and full. Simple as that. Are they any drier than the men's physique guys? My opinion, as you go up the levels, probably no. Where I would maybe argue about that is that, okay, well, if they're leaner and they're more conditioned, then they naturally will be drier because they won't hold as much fluid as the likes of the men's physique guys because they just have less body fat. Does that make sense? If you have less body fat, you have more of an ability to look drier, get fuller, etc., etc. Um, so you could argue yes, and sometimes in some amateur shows, you could argue no. Do you want to know what? Like, I think this annoys me. One thing I don't think that's quite right is that some guys they'll do like a two bro show or an FMUK, and they do the men's physique class. And then they go do a classic class as well. In my opinion, lads, you're one or the other. So don't be frustrated and annoyed when you win in one and you don't place in another. If you're men's physique, you're men's physique. If you're classic, you're classic. It's as simple as that. And I feel you could say the same for classic and bodybuilding. The two, in my opinion, is a very different look. However, again, um, because some shows allow you to do two and maybe aren't that busy, there's a fair crossover and again, people are trying to ride the line because they're using classic as a stepping stone to bodybuilding. I totally get it. I totally get it. Because that was me. The Men's Physique 2017. I did classic in 2020. 2021 by the time 2021 came around I was like man I'm a bodybuilder like I ain't got that that tiny little midsection I ain't got a short torso I'm fucking six foot four you know what I mean and I was like I'm I'm a bodybuilder and and that's where I that's where I stayed and I've not competed since mind you because I'm a dad but let's um let's talk about the difference so classic guys have quite a short shorter torso you could say Bodybuilders, I still feel like the best bodybuilders will probably be like, you know, 5'8", something like that. But like, the reason I say that is just the the length of their arms are a bit shorter, legs are a bit shorter, so their ability to add that tissue is a bit um, improved, a bit more efficient, it looks better, it looks more pop, more rounded. Um, that's typically why you'll see like tall, tall bodybuilders um, won't do as well. Like, you know, look at Jamie Drow, um, Josh Malley, incredible physiques, 
six foot seven, six foot six, you know, three hundred pounds on stage, but just just need more tissue to to beat the guys that are shorter. They just have a bit more of a bit more of an aesthetic look about them. So bodybuilders. Um, they ain't going to need to be good looking guys right classic guys and maybe miss that out classic guys okay they're going to gonna be decent looking as well you could say probably fucking a lot of them have a moustache as well you don't need a moustache by the way but in bodybuilding you certainly don't need a moustache you certainly don't need to be a good looking guy bodybuilding is mostly about who is the fucking biggest hardest driest most shredded fucking you know, C-U-N-T on stage, that's that's ultimately what, what they're looking for, there's no, it must be this, it must be that, there's no, we're looking for X, Y and Z, it's like right, we want these guys to be as muscled as possible, to be as balanced as possible, I guess that's one thing that I didn't mention in, in the classic either, is, is balance, you know, we want upper body and lower body muscularity to, um, be balanced, be symmetrical, make sure that our quads aren't overpowering our, our upper body or our upper body is not overpowering our lower body. And you will typically find that in some, in, in some cases, there might be two competitors, one who's just a touch tighter than the other um, and one that's maybe um, a bit softer, but the one that's a you know, touch softer and maybe is a little bit more balanced and you might find the judges sway in their favour in both classic and in both in bodybuilding. I personally feel that in bodybuilding, in amateur bodybuilding, condition wins shows. And I said that before, and I've been I've been at shows this year where my athlete has been the most balanced on stage, but there's been someone that's placed first who I felt like, man, their legs are shit, but they're just they're just in, just all the way in. Um, and they've been favoured. However, <laughs> I've been at other shows. Think back to Dan. Um, IBF Halo Gelly, Dan came first, the guy that came second was, was a little bit leaner than him, but wasn't just not as balanced as Dan. So what I'm going to suggest to you is whatever category you're in, bring balance and bring conditioning. Bring both. Don't, don't fall short on one. Because if you're balanced, upper body muscularity matches lower body muscularity, and you're peeled you got a strong chance of winning. Those guys in bodybuilding, in the open classes, they are going to be typically a little bit drier, maybe a, a touch more conditioned than the classic guys because they'll maybe have their glutes out, whereas classic trunks will cover the glutes. So they'll typically have, maybe some of them will have lines in their glutes. So you could say, okay, maybe they're a bit more conditioned. But remember, guys, it's not a glute dieting contest. There's plenty of people out there that diet all the way down to get their glutes in that just look shit on stage and look a bit stringy because they just don't have the muscle mass to support getting your glutes in. If you're getting your glutes in, you better be a fucking big boy or, you know, big girl um, because you need that level of muscle to get all the way in. But at the same time, you need to you need to hold that pop, that fullness up top Um and I've sat there, even you know, one of my most successful clients, Chris, a couple of occasions over the years, we've been in the unit, and he's kind of, I've said, like, oh, you mate, you're not all the way in yet. And he's went, he says, but I like this look. I says, he says, I think this looks good. And um, he's, he's his words as well. He says, you know, Vaughn, it's not a glute dieting contest like you say. 
and we've purposely not pulled him down after that and he's run on stage and he fucking won won everything this year then now for like finals we're thinking like right okay let's let's get all the way in now and let's see see the difference but I hope that you could see is over those three different classes it's very it's very apparent what the judges want isn't it like if you sit and you think about it, if you're new to this sport and you only ever know your class, like your men's physique guy or your fucking bodybuilder and you don't know the other two, like hopefully you can sit and listen to this podcast and understand like, right, I understand the result. Opposed to being that total, like, total bell end at a show, like the judges got it wrong, bro. The ju- Fuck, the judges don't even know what they're talking about, bro. Yeah, they do. Because the judges are just going to be thinking like what I've just said there, that's what they're thinking about. That's what they that's what they have. It's like, oh, you know, the judges placed that guy first because he's got like fifty thousand followers on Instagram. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They placed him first because he's fucking better than you, and you just have to get on with it. And you have to deal with it. But in bodybuilding, like, it's a sport that like it hurts our pride, doesn't it? Like losing is hard. It sucks. So we often find ways to. Um, make it make ourselves feel a bit better so if we can convince ourselves like oh yeah well he only beat me because he has more scams on more followers on instagram you'll internally like that makes you feel less shit about losing opposed to just putting your hands up and just say man that athlete is fucking way better than me totally deserves it i'm gonna fuck it that that's inspiring that's motivating i'm gonna come back one day and i'm gonna fucking beat him or i'm gonna i'm gonna be the athlete like the We've all been there. Like you walk backstage, people take their top off, and you go, "Fuck, fuck, he's huge, he's beat me." You know what I mean? Um, and rather than think like, make up all these excuses as to why he's winning, just just say, just say, "Fuck." And I, that was me at two bros finals in twenty twenty one. Went backstage, um, and in class D, honestly, like the four guys that were there, I was like, "You guys are fucking dicks." Like what? I was like. You're all fucking massive. I <laughs> mean, you make me look like shit. But inside, at the time, I was like, right, now I fucking know the standard. Now I know what I need to do to come back next year. Of course, I didn't. But yeah, that's the way I took it. Because um, losing's hard, losing's tough. But if you think about the criteria inside out and you kind of know the areas to focus on, right? Men's physique, focus on your upper body, classic. You need to have more emphasis on the legs, but you still need that thickness up top. Bodybuilding, just become a fucking mass monster everywhere. But with classic and bodybuilding, bring balance. With men's physique, bring like a, a flow about you, a confidence about you, and you be good. And just remember that it's not a dieting contest. Um, however, typically, in the amateur bodybuilding scene, in classic and in bodybuilding, conditioning typically wins in men's physique you know guys don't need to be all the way in to do well but I guess that is it for me um, the only, I guess the only other classes to cover I, I have I have done one on bikini and I did one on uh, different federations different federation last year after a turbo show um, I suppose the one I've not covered is wellness I've not I did I covered train figure last week Um but yeah, I think I think after this episode, I think that'll be it in regards to bar just going over wellness, which is again that would take five minutes. But um, yeah, I think that's it. But listen, guys, as I said, if you have any um, 
episodes that you want to hear, you want to discuss, please let me know. DMs are always open on Instagram. Um, but if not, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans. <laughs>